You have again called me from my job. How can I serve you? <laughs> yes, kids. Don't miss this exciting adventure with Kula and his wonderful genie of the jug. And to tell it, here is Smiling Ed McConnell. Yes, kid, you better come running into my head and around, yeah. I got you. You got you. Everybody's got to get a few. There's only one kind of shoes for me. Oh, you bet Buster Brown's on the air out here in Hollywood with Smiling Ed, Squeaky the Mouse, Midnight the Cat, and Froggy the Gremlin. And we're going to start our program off right now with our story. Well, buddies, here we go again to ancient Persia. Thousands of miles and thousands of years away. To tell once again the story of little Kula and his wonderful genie of the jug. You'll remember that Kula and his brother Sharkan, who was caliph of the city of Baghdad, caught a little earthen jug in their fishing net. And of course, when Kula pulled the cork, he released the genie, who had been imprisoned in it for thousands of years. The genie swore to place his magic forever at Kula's service. And that's why, whenever trouble threatened little Kula... He'd simply call his genie from the jug. I know my genie can help me, so I'll pull the cork. (laughs) Well, 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 little master. Again, you have pulled me from my jug. How can I serve you? (laughs) Yes, whenever little Kula pulled the cork out of the magic jug would pour a great stream of black smoke. And then, with a crash of thunder out of the smoke, his tremendous genie would appear ready to serve him. Well, so the storybooks tell us, those were the days of strange magic. And so Kula was soon to need the help of his great genie, for in the cold, damp cave of old Gorma the witch, strange magic was being brewed. So, the world has not seen fit to recognize the magic of old Gorma the witch, eh? <laughs> The people have shown no fear of me lately. Fools, they do not know that I am about to loose a terrible danger upon the world. They do not know that I have created a new magic spell which will put the north wind in my power so that I can direct this terrible wind to do what I wish, when I wish. (laughs) No, but now... I must begin my spell. Bubble, O cauldron, bubble and boil. Bring forth my magic from your toil. Then speed, O mighty magic spell, to the mountain cave where the four winds dwell. And there upon the high-flung tower, capture for me the north wind's power. Work 
for you to do. What? What for the wind to do? What work would you want for me? What work for the north wind? North wind, I send you out to freeze the world. To freeze the world. Car, what do you make of it? A terrible north wind blowing, and the ground covered heavily with snow, and in the middle of summer. Julie, little prince, I do not know, but surely when winter winds blow in summer, and snow covers the ground, when the sunshine should be bringing up the growing things, then something of a strange magic must have come to Baghdad. Send Car, there is nothing for it but that I shall call my wonderful genie from his jug. He is the one to deal with magic spells. Ah, wonderful idea, little prince. Come, let us fetch that genie's jug from the cabinet. If he cannot help, then we shall all die. Oh, yes, sir. You're going to like this story. But now, kids, right now I want every single one of my little sweethearts and buddies to listen real close, because it's important. You know, kids, we're all part of the good old Buster Brown gang, and that means we all gotta stick together and wear Buster Brown shoes. Yes, sirree. We're buddies, and we always stick together. Buster Browns all the time. Why, they're the best shoes in town. The best looking, too. Oh, you bet. That's why my Buster Brown gang wears them. Now, later on, I'm going to tell you where you can find your own Buster Brown shoe man right in your town. So you listen real close when I tell you. Kids, listen, today's the very last day of the school day's jamboree at your Buster Brown dealers. So if you haven't got your back-to-school shoes yet, go to your Buster Brown shoe man's today. But remember to look inside the shoe for that picture of the boy and his dog. That's my dog, Tig. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too. Yes, sir, that's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you'll know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. Now back to our story. Well, kids, old Gorma the Witch was angry because the world didn't appreciate her and her magic spells. And so she created a new magic, which captured and held the terrible North Wind. Then, using her powerful magic, she sent the North Wind out to freeze the world. Realizing that a magic spell of some kind must be at the bottom of the trouble, Kula and his servant, Dakar, immediately went to call the genie of the jug. Here is the cabinet, Kula. Inchia, let me hand you the jug. Thank you, Dakar. Now, I'll pull the cork. cold in the palace, Genie. That is why your jug was cold. And I now so perceive, little master. Brrr. 
Uh, do you know the cause of it? Mm, we know only that the north wind has been blowing and the ground is heavily covered with snow. Snow? But there should not be snow in summer. Of course not, Janie. We suspect a strange magic spell. And for this reason, I called you from your jug. Aha, so I see. Now let me conjure a vision. Perhaps we can see what is wrong. A moment. Oh, mighty vision. Oh, you go. To find what makes the north wind blow. <laughs> now, that was puzzling, little master. I saw nothing. My vision brings me only the sound of heavy wind and a strange, wild laughter. But if your vision tells us nothing, where will your search begin? I have it. It is the terrible north wind which brings the cold and snow. Let us then go to the cave of the winds. Perhaps our good friend South Wind can solve our problem. A splendid idea, little master. Splendid. Now, little master, step upon my hand and I will lift you to my shoulder. Up you go... Uh, so, Jeannie, now, a moment. There. Your great pointed ear shields me from the wind, and I shall hold tightly to your hair. I am ready. Then, little master, here we go. Jeannie, I see the purple mountains below us. Right, little master. And see, there is the high peak wherein is the cave of the wind. Hold tightly. We land here. Here we go. <laughs> so, here we are, little master. Now to call our good friend the south wind. South wind! It is I, the genie of the jug, and my little master, Kula, princeling of Baghdad. Come, we would speak with you. against the foot of Wind Mountain. But the waves! See the waves, little master. They are higher than the tallest mast on the biggest ship. Aye, when such a wind blows, the old man of the sea becomes angry. If we visit him and tell him it is a magic spell which makes the north wind throw up such huge waves, then he will gladly combine his magic with mine. But how can we visit the old man of the sea? I will work the gill magic now. Then we must drop from high in the air to plunge below the water before a wave can lift us up. Hold tighty, little master. Here is the gill magic to change us into fishes. Genie. Quickly, into the water. Cannot breathe. And hold tightly, little master. Here we go. 
you, Jeannie. It's very painful to strike water with much force. We were yet cushioned by a magic I spread before us. Oh, you would surely have been killed when we struck. Swim down now, little master. Straight to the bottom of the sea. So, little master, we're at the bottom of the ocean. And see, there, there, the cave of the old man of the sea. Old man! Old man of the sea! Whoever comes, come away. I am very busy. We have come to help you, old man. Come out of your cave. What? Who comes to help me? The genie of the jug. Ah, genie. You come on visiting at a sorry time, for I'll be a poor host. Ah, such a wind has been blowing, my ocean has been lashed to a frenzy. But old man of the sea... It is the wind we have come to see you about. It is north wind who blows. East wind, west wind, and south wind are held in the cave of the winds by a magic spell. What? This is true, Jeannie? Indeed true. I have been unable to find out who is doing it. For you see, my magic will not build a strong enough vision. Have you a magic to combine with mine? Eh, now, let me see. Well, my wave magic should combine with your thunder very well. And it is a powerful force. Then send it to help my magic vision. Begin your magic, genie. I am ready. Stand back, little master. <laughs> oh, mighty vision, forth you go to find what makes the north wind blow. Of magic go as well. The genie's vision magic swell. See the vision, genie. <laughs> now, what do the people of the world think? If only they knew that old Gorma the witch had captured the North Wind and the wind was doing my bidding. <laughs> oh, but they will never know. And soon the world will be. Genie, it's old Gorma the witch. Yes, I might have suspected. It's old Gorma the witch behind all this. And now her magic is stronger than mine. The genie, I give you the right and the power to use my wave magic this one time. Oh, thank you, old man of the sea. That is all we need. Hang on, little master. Here we go. <laughs> to my cave. Oh, the genie of the jug, eh? <laughs> oh, Gorma, we have come to punish you for the terrible thing you have done to the world. Punish me? <laughs> oh, no, not this time, monster. Know you not that I have brewed new magic in my cauldron? If I have magic power to harness the terrible north wind, what can you do with your puny thunderbolts, eh? I, Gorma, <laughs> I have power to banish you for at least long enough to end your new magic spells. And banish you, I shall. Banish me? Uh, yes. I have a power in this cave which will render your thunderbolts harmless. I will send upon you now the power of the north wind. Die, genie of the jack! Die! <laughs> 
has the tremendous power of the ocean wave. Begone, Gorma! Oh, mighty magic of the wave! Now, quickly, this vile witch enslaves! <laughs> <laughs> oh, little master! Now, now let us be off to the cave of the wind. I think my thunderbolt will loose the magic spell which seals it. There below us is the cave of the winds, little master. Down we go. Now let us hurry and free good south wind. At once, little master. South wind, you will be free in a moment. Guard yourself against my magic. Stand back, little master. <laughs> oh, Thank you for freeing me. Oh, Tempest, with the magic spell, I will free you into lifeless Oh, North Wind, here is a power stronger than yours. <laughs> magic spell, North Wind, and you have caused great trouble and damage in the world. Oh, I meant it, North. I shall bring the world a very mild and warm winter next season. Now I must be off to the ice country. Farewell! is over, and I'm glad. I'm very, very tired with all the winds blowing and all the thunder roaring. Ah, yes, am I, little master. My dark and quiet jug will look very good to me. <laughs> Hang on tightly. Here we go. <laughs> Story, Ed. Oh, my goodness, kids, it's Mr. Gymnasium, the athletic instructor. Ah, it sure is nice to be here with your gang, smiling Ed. Beat it, you bum. Oh, that's Froggy the Gremlin. I'm leaving, I am. <laughs> Froggy the Gremlin, shame on you. He's not rarely here, Mr. Gymnasium. No? You see, uh, people can't see gremlins. They can't, they can't. Well, they can if I make you become visible. And, uh, I'll just make him mind his P's and Q's, so don't you cry, Mr. Gymnasium. Huh? Say, you sit down there while I remind my buddies how to find the store nearest to Mattel's Buster Brown shoe. Well, okay, if you'll make him be good. Well, I will. It's easy now, kids. Just look in the yellow pages of your telephone book under the heading called Shoes. There you find the name Buster Brown Shoes. 
And below it, the name and address of the store nearest you where you can buy our swell Buster Brown shoes. And kids, no matter which store you go to for your Buster Brown shoes, you'll find those Buster Brown shoe men really know how to fit you. Oh, yes, and when you get Buster Brown shoes, kids, ha, you've really got something. Good-looking, grown-up-looking, long-wearing shoes, that's what. And you'll be a real member of Smiling Ed's gang, too, just as soon as you wear Buster Brown shoes. So always remember, kids, when you go, when you want to find your Buster Brown dealer, just get out that old telephone book and look in the yellow pages under the heading Shoes. My dog, Tige, he lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too. Yeah, that's right, Buster Brown. Nice. Oh, yes, Midnight the Cat is very nice. What'd you say, Squeaky? Oh, yes, I know Mr. Gymnasium feels pretty bad. Uh, but all my buddies and I are going to sing the Blue Tail Fly. That'll cheer him up, I bet. Then maybe he'll tell us something about athletics. Well, here we go. When I was young, I always served my master well as he deserved. Got him a drink when he got dry and brushed away the blue tail fly. Jimmy Crack on One day he rode around the farm, the flies so numerous they did swarm. One chance to bite him on the thigh, oh, the devil takes that blue tail fly. Jimmy Crack Paw, and I don't care. Jimmy Crack Paw, and I don't care. Jimmy Crack Paw, and I don't care. My master's gone away. That pony ran, he jumped and pitched. And down came Master in a ditch. He died and the jury knew just why. The verdict was the blue tail fly. Jimmy Crack and I don't care. Jimmy Crack and I don't care. Jimmy Crack and I don't care. My master's gone away. Magic twanger froggy. <laughs> higher, kid, higher, higher. <laughs> oh, there he is, jumping around, cutting up as usual. <laughs> he bounces around just like that little rumple rubber doll that was made to look like him, kids. All dressed up in his nice little red coat and his little vest and Buster Brown shoes. But say, where's Mr. Gymnasium, the great athletic director? I'm not going to give my lecture with him around. Oh, no, no. Now, Froggy will be good. Go ahead with your lecture, Mr. Gymnasium. Well, well, okay. Well, greetings and salutations, all you fine, strong little children. Today, I'm going to instruct you on how to keep physically fit. Now, in order to keep fit... Throw a fit. Yes, yeah, throw a fit. No, no, no! <laughs> Look, I'm talking about keeping fit. Now, you'll be quiet. Now, children, I want you guys to tell you about the English game of cricket. Now, the game of cricket is played... With a grasshopper. Yeah, of course. Cricket is played with a grasshopper. Ah. No, no, no. It's 
not. Cricket has never played with a grasshopper. Cricket has played like our game of baseball. And as in baseball, the bat is used... To hit the umpire. Certainly, the bat is used to hit the umpire. No! Now <laughs> you stop mixing me up. As I was saying, kiddies, the bat used in cricket is a paddle. The player swings his paddle... Falls out of his canoe. And he falls out of his canoe. No! <laughs> Cricket isn't played in the canoe. It's played... In a tree. Yeah, it's played in a tree. No! No! (laughs) It's not played in the tree, you young gentlemen. Now, children, in playing cricket, the player steps up to the bat. He steps on the cricket. And he steps on the cricket. No! (laughs) The player does not step on the cricket. He's playing the game of cricket, and he doesn't step on the cricket. Or the cricket would chirp. Sure, the cricket would chirp. Cricket. In the game of cricket, they call the game cricket. Are oh, they playing football? Sure, they're playing football. No! <laughs> oh, no, the game is more like baseball. They only use a flat bat. Now, in cricket, the player has a flat bat. And a pointed head. Yeah, and a pointed head. No! <laughs> oh, no! Everybody had fun around here today, huh? Yeah. Ah, that's 
wonderful, buddy. Don't forget church or Sunday school. And be listening next Saturday when you hear, Hi, kids. I'm a-running. I have to get my butt around now. Yeah.